0: Welcome back inside the Atlantic Union Bank Center as we get set for a big matchup tonight in Harrisonburg as the Marshall Thundering Herd visit the James Madison Dukes. I'm Corey Spector. We've got head coach Sean O'Regan with us. as always thanks so much for taking the time. Always love to go back to your press conference on Monday, something that strikes me as interesting. And uh, you brought up, without being asked, uh, your first game as the head coach of James Madison was an exhibition against division two glenville state the reason why we bring that up is because kim caldwell the head coach of marshall was the head coach there and that was her first game as the head coach and uh what you didn't mention though was the score in that game you end up winning that game 114-79 but i think you'll remember it was tied at 41 <laughs> late in the first half so like I'm just curious, like, you're coaching your first game. You're sitting there, tied at 41 with the D2 team, and you're like, uh-oh. Oh,
1: Oh, it was full panic time for sure, (laughs) for sure.
0: Um, No,
1: I remember it actually very vividly because, um, you know, you had the player of the year, Precious Hall. Um, Mid-first half, Kayla Cooper-Williams, who was the rookie of the year, tears her ACL. Um, And so we had to rely on a couple freshmen. Uh, one was Lexi Berry and one was Kamaya Smalls, and uh, both of them ended with double-digit games. Um, and you know, they they had they had to be able to come down in a press break and and make a play, and that's 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 what it came down to. It doesn't come down to X's and O's, and that's that's what we at that particular time. You know, my first game without without cutting my teeth at all, I wanted to run everything for Precious Hall. We could we couldn't get to that. Um, and so it was—it uh, was a challenge. I remember we were down 35-34, uh, and it felt like I couldn't breathe for a second. Like this is how you're going to start your, your coaching career losing to a D2 school <laughs> uh, at home and the first time anybody's ever laid eyes on you. Since also since um, a, th- a three-peat head coach has, has walked away from the program, so um, that would that would have not have been. It would have been a stain on my uh, on my coaching career for sure. But. Um, you know, we we ended up we ended up pulling it out, and and you know that's that's the style that this is, um, and you know we're not going to totally change who we are, right? We're not going to walk the ball up the floor. We're not going to um, go Drexel and shoot in the last four seconds of the shot clock. Just it's just not who we are, uh, and I think we're good enough to be who we are and still win the game. And so um, I'll I'll remember Kim Stevens for the rest of my life, um, and I remember talking to her pregame, and it was it was. We were both jittery. We were both a little nervous. Um, and uh, but I but I remember it was it was the uh, the time I knew for sure uh, what kind of careers Lexi uh, Barrier and Kamala Smalls were going to have because they weren't scared at the moment at all. Um, and they did they didn't blink um, even with Precious Hall kind of uh, not being herself at, at the time too. So um, it it is it is rather interesting. It's come full circle.
0: Did you stay in touch with Coach Stevens, Coach Caldwell? She's now known uh, throughout right. the years before she got to Marshall.
1: Uh, here and there. Um, the one thing I did say to Ian Caskill at the time, I said, "Do never, never, ever schedule that team again," um, because it was like, "Look, man, we're here for an exhibition. You know, uh, I, don't wanna, <laughs> I don't want to, I don't I don't want to have to score 114 to win the game." So um, I've saw, her, I've seen her on the road, um, and, and nothing, nothing too strong of a relationship at all. But um, always been amicable with her, um, and and it, honestly admire her. her. Her total record is is absolutely incredible. Um, and I got a lot of respect for her, uh, what she's done, the demeanor she has on the sideline. Um, and I did watch her present at the Final Four, um, I'm not sure, two years ago. Uh, I think it was two years ago. Um, and just has a, really, has a really great
0: way of teaching. So um, she, she's good at what she does. You also went to the uh, history books on Monday, and you, you spoke about a little bit about the system, the, the Grinnell mm-hmm. system. Uh, that really starts from Loyola Marymount, if I'm correct, with Paul Westhead. Did you end up watching uh, Winning Time on on HBO Max? I've not seen Winning Time yet. Okay. I have not. Because they they talk about the system a lot when Paul Westhead takes over and Pat Riley says, don't use the system, use your personnel. So I was curious if, uh, if you had watched it. But, you know, from my understanding with the Grinnell system, the extreme of it is they tell their players that wide-open layups for the opponent are better than shot clock violations. Now, is it that extreme, what you're going to see tonight from Marshall, or did they take a, a little bit back? I mean, it's a little bit back, of course. It, it is not the
1: full system. Um, you know, actually, uh, a friend of mine um, connected me with uh, Duger Balcom, who was at VMI for a long time, who ended up running this system at VMI. Makes a lot of sense, right? you got guys that are in shape, that can run for days, um, and so they they did a little bit of that at at B M I, and I think Duger ended up going to Citadel anyway. Um, no, it, it's it's not quite. They're they're not giving you anything on the defensive end. But what they do is they gamble so much that you can get layups. And if, if they gamble, if you're not ready, they'll steal it. And that's that's kind of the problem. They're not. I don't want anybody to think like they don't play defense. They play. Um, high gambling defense, and because they don't care about giving, uh, they gamble and it doesn't work, and you get one layup, but they get the next two steals. Right? That's it. It, it works for them. It's been working for them, I should say. So, um, you know, it's not quite Olay style. Um, and you know, like um, I'm talking to one of my coaching friends this morning, and it's like, yeah, we're we're gonna pound that thing inside, and 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 he's just kind of laughs a little bit, and he's like, three is more than two, man. You gotta watch hmm. out, but. Yeah, yes and no, right? That's who we are. And I'm not going to, um, I'm not just going to totally change who we are. Obviously, we've scouted them and we, we've got a strategy and we've got a game plan, of course. But um, it's not, you know, hey, let's abandon. Let's try to keep the game in the 50s. That's not who we are. Let's, let's try to run and gun with them and let's try to win 130 to 120. That's not who we are either. So we're going to be ourselves. Our defense is going to be our priority. Uh, we're going to make everything really hard for them. We're going to try not to let them get off from three, um, and, and we're going to we got to rebound them. Um, they're scrappy. They're really small, but they're very scrappy. They play really hard on the glass. Uh, we haven't rebounded the ball great in conference, other than Arkansas State game. And so, um, with all that stuff, we're still going to play our tempo. And the way we talked about it was, uh, if we can get a layup, get a layup. But you're not shooting a mid-range jumper in transition, that's what they want you to do. and I think that's where uh, ODU in the second half against Marshall, it was 34-34 at the half and then and Marshall ends up scoring 90. Because ODU got baited into those 18, 16, 18 footers, that's what they want you to do because it's a hard shot to make. So um, uh, we're, we're gonna try to get layup or, or run our
0: offense is, is the idea offensively. James Madison head coach Sean O'Regan is with us on our pregame shows. We- Lead up to James Madison and Marshall tonight. You know, another small thing that I think needs to be pointed out, you know, your team plays with a lot of emotion, right? And so, you know, after a basket goes in, you sometimes you celebrate. I think of Susha flexing a lot. You can't do those types of things in a game like this tonight, right?
1: Full sprint. Um, I mean, you can, if you want to flex as you're full sprinting, it's not going to look as nice. But, um, no, you, you can't. You can't. Um, they, they are, they are, they are um, a Ferrari in transition. Yeah. Um, and they'll, they'll pitch it ahead, and they will shoot it before you even cross half court sometimes. And so that's where I think a lot of their, their rebounding edge comes too, because you're not, you're not set, you're out of position contesting a shot or not back uh, and turned around in a stance. So, um, you know, the challenge is how, how long can we sustain that? Um, will I have to sub more frequently? But we have the depth for it, um, so, so I'm confident with that. Um, And you know what, and it it wasn't the best example because they they did beat us, but like Troy plays pretty fast too. Sure. Um, And so, you know, I think that was a a good lesson for us in transition. I think we can pull from that a little bit too. Well, Coach, as
0: always, thanks so much for the time and thanks for uh, allowing us to go down memory lane as well.
1: (laughs) You're welcome. Thanks, boy.
0: All right, we'll take a break. Tip off between James Madison and Marshall in just a couple of minutes. You're listening to JMU Women's Basketball on the Morris Insurance and Financial JMU Radio Network.